Welcome to the Spirit of Praise broadcast coming to you from Tabernacle of Praise Church International, York, South Carolina. I'm Bishop Alfred Jackson. I'm thankful that you've tuned in today. I pray that the message will bless you and impact your life in a powerful way. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the message. Yes, the Lord is good. It's good. This is the beginning of Advent season. And Advent season focuses in on the coming of Christ. And uh, uh, as we focus in on Advent and the coming of Christ, we know that Jesus has already been born, but we expect him to come again, to come again. We are awaiting the second coming of Christ. Uh, but as we focus in on, on this season, as I was praying about um, the message for today, the Lord began to talk to me about joy. Joy. In John chapter 15, verses 9 through 11, and in particular verse 11, since we've read it uh, all, I will just read verse 11. <clears throat> I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. John chapter 15, verse 11. I have told you this. I've told you these things, I think King James and maybe New King James and other versions say. I've told you these things so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. If you remember when the angels were proclaiming the coming of the, the birth of the Savior, uh, they said, I bring you good tidings of great joy. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. So this season speaks of joy. And so we want to talk this morning about the power of joy. The power of joy. Father, thank you for your word and the power of your word. Thank you that when your word goes forth, it will not return to you void, but it will accomplish all that you desire. Thank you that you prosper your word in the things that you sent your word to. So thank you for sending your word to us today, and thank you for what your word will accomplish in our lives. It's in Jesus' mighty name that we pray. Amen. Amen. The power of joy. Yeah. I remember years ago when I, when I worked with uh, African Christians Fellowship meeting the first, uh, the uh, the blind boys choir that came to the United States and, and hearing their testimony, one of the songs, one of the first songs that I heard them sing was after all the things I've been through, I still have joy. So one day we were talking and they began to share their testimony because all of them, I don't remember the number, maybe eight or nine of them were blind and they were in Liberia during the war, during the Civil War. Part of their testimony was that they lived in a basement. All of them were living together in a basement. I began to talk, talk to them about, well, how did you survive being blind? How did you survive in the situation that you were in? Because people were running for their lives. When you hear, uh, if, if Brother Lawrence was here, 
Uh, he will tell you his, his testimony and other Liberians talk about that time of war. You know, people, people were literally running for their lives. They didn't know where bombs were going to drop, when the soldiers or the rebels were going to come in. And, and so when they invaded the city, uh, you had to move from one place to the next. And, and many times people were killed because they were going out looking for food. And, and so hearing these, these guys testify, hearing their testimony, and then hearing them sing the song, after all the things I've been through, I still have joy. Now, I know that's probably the song that, that some of you know and probably have heard something about it, but when we think about life and we think about what we go through in our lives, many times people are not joyous when they're going through. And, and, and it seems that the, the, uh, the natural thing uh, uh, is when you're going through that you're not supposed to have joy. You're supposed to be gloomy. You're supposed to walk around with your head down. You're, spo- you're supposed to let everybody know that you are having a hard time. But that is not the way uh, of the child of God. And the Lord wants us to know that, that he wants us to have joy and that his joy is powerful. And, and I believe this is, this is the reason the Lord is speaking to us today. I don't know who's going through what this morning. Well, I know some people are going through some things, but some people I don't know. But the Lord wants you to have joy. He wants you to have joy. Jesus says, these things I've spoken unto you that my joy may remain in you. Not just any joy. Jesus said that my joy may remain in you. And that these things, and this is why it's so important for us to be rooted in the word, that these things that Jesus is speaking of here is everything that he said up until this point, this teaching discourse that he said up to this point. Amen. These things I've spoken unto you that my joy may remain in you. Now, now in the these things, he talks about obedience to the Lord. All right, he talks about his obedience to the Lord, his love for the Lord, and what have you. And so part of the, these things is our obedience to the Lord. Amen? And as we o- obey the Lord, as we walk in obedience to his will, then the Lord is able to pour out his joy in our lives or to manifest his joy in, in, in our lives. Uh, yeah. So Christ, Christ talks about the, these things. And the, the whole 10 preceding verses here, he covers these things. And when we know uh, Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, talks about the fruit of the Spirit. There, part of that is joy, love, joy, peace, uh, the fruit of, of the Spirit. So this, this joy that, that Jesus is talking about um, is, 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 comes out of his relationship with God. Actually, as one uh, commentator said, it is joy in Jehovah, the covenant God. Joy that is found in a sense of communion with the Lord. Joy that is founded on the consciousness in the Lord who is long-suffering and who is abundant in goodness and truth. Joy. My joy. My joy. His, His 
based on, founded in his relationship with his father. Uh, this is biblical joy. And it's a joy that, that is not governed by circumstances. All right? It, it is based in God. Circumstances in life change. Amen? Therefore, joy, joy that is based on circumstances will change. It will ebb and flow, uh, just like the waves of the sea, up and down, up and down. Sometimes, sometimes you meet some of us and we're up and down. You don't know, you don't know which one we're meeting, you know, whether we're meeting the joyous Christian or the, 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 the vexed Christian, you know. Uh, but, but the joy of the Lord is a sustained joy, amen, that, that, that Jesus says he wants to be in us, and that he wants to, it to remain in us, all right? So that means then at all times, then we should be focusing on the joy that the Lord has poured out in our lives. My joy, Jesus talks about, my joy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So biblical joy, it doesn't change. It doesn't, you can lose your job, but, but the joy of the Lord still remains in you. You can be sick, you can be afflicted, you can get a bad report from the doctor, but the joy of the Lord still remains in you. It doesn't change because God doesn't change. God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So his joy is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Amen. Do I have any other amens? Amen. I know, I know, I know what the natural man, how the natural man reacts. But we're not supposed to be walking in the natural man. We're spiritual men and women. We've been born of the Spirit of God. And the Bible says those who are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So he leads us. Amen. And as he leads us, he leads us in joy. Now, now this is important because, you know, it's, it's easy for us uh, to get caught up in the natural. So we got to get, get, we have to pray to keep our minds and our spirits uh, in line with the Lord and not get caught up in the natural. Okay. So this joy that Jesus is talking about in the text, first of all, is the joy is the joy of Christ himself. He says, my joy, my joy. His joy is that joy which he had during his journey on earth, during his life on earth. And in his life on earth, he was abiding in the Father's love. Abiding means to live. So Jesus did not separate himself from the Father's love. Now, a lot of times in the body of Christ, we will separate ourselves from the Father's love. Some people are like, okay, I'm taking a vacation from God. I'm taking a vacation from my walk with the Lord, you know. <laughs> you can't separate yourself. If you want the joy of the Lord, and, you, and this is the joy that's, that's in Jesus, and we follow his example, he, he abided in his Father's Love, amen. Now, his enemies, amen, and perhaps some of his friends um, who, and, and Isaiah talks about him as being the man of sorrow, they would not have accredited this joy to him. But Jesus' joy came in pleasing his father. Came in pleasing his father. His joy came in doing the will of his father and in glorifying his father's name. That's where his joy came from. 
His joy did not come in doing his own thing because he said, I did not come to do my own will. I came to do the will of him who sent me. All right. This, then his joy, uh, he rejoiced in the prospect of what was before him. So he didn't just come to do his father's will and find joy in doing his father's will, but he looked ahead. He looked at what lay before him. In Hebrews, in the book of, of Hebrews chapter 12, verse 22, verse 2, it says, amen, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of God. So he didn't just look at his current circumstances. He looked ahead to what the joy that was, that was, that he expected, that he anticipated that lay before him, which was being with his father forever. Do we get joy out of thinking about what lies ahead of us? Amen. I know today we don't talk a lot about heaven in the church, but do you ever get excited? Yeah, when you think about heaven. Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you that where I am, there ye may be also. Yeah, yeah. You know, he said, uh, you know, so, so when, we, when we talk to some Christians today, some of us act like, forgive me if I'm being insensitive, but some of us act like dying is the worst thing in the world. But the Bible says that we cannot inherit eternal life if we remain in flesh and blood. So in order to transition and to be with the Lord, we have to leave this side. We have to. And I think if we get a better perspective on death, it would help us in our joy. Amen. Because death is not some dark end. For those left behind, it can be painful. But for the, for the believer, for the one who, is, who is, is looking forward to going home to be with the Lord, I mean, it's, 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 not, it's not dark, it's not gloomy. You know, I grew up with people singing about heaven and going to heaven and meeting mama and meeting daddy and, you know, having this great reunion in the sky, you know. And when the angels cry holy, we're going to cry holy. When the 420 elders take their crowns off and bow before him, we're going to bow before him. I mean, heaven is a joyous place. And the only way to get there is that there has to be a transitioning from this side. Jesus, Jesus said, that the, uh, Hebrews said about Jesus, that uh, who for the joy that was set before him endured, endured the cross, despised the shame. Yes, he went through, but he endured because that was joy. Oh, Lord have mercy. Yeah, 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 yeah. In this text, in this text, Jesus talks about a, a double peace when you read it, but he also talks about a double joy. This double joy of the incarnate Son, Jesus incarnate in flesh, the Son, the Word incarnate in flesh, is mentioned in Psalm 16 where the spirit of prophecy recorded the Savior's words long before him, beforehand. It said, I've set, I've set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. 
I shall not be moved. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. Yeah. This is the joy. This was the joy of communion and obedience. In verse 11, it says, Thou wilt show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. This was a joy that was set before him. Yes, these things. These things I've spoken to you. These things I've spoken to you that my joy may remain in you. Okay. Now, more specifically, uh, uh, yeah, the, the, this, these things refer to the maintaining of that communion with Jesus Christ and the conditions on which these, these, uh, uh, these conditions may be realized. When fellowship with the Lord Jesus is broken, those conditions disappear. Joy disappears. Think about it. If you ever step out of the will of the Lord, the joy you had in the Lord just disappears. You don't have that joy anymore. You don't have that joy anymore. Look at David. David sinned with Bathsheba. And you look at Psalm 51 and what David said in Psalm 51. Yeah. You know what David did with Bathsheba. Not only did he sin with her, but he had her husband killed because he tried to cover up his sin. Yeah. But when David prayed and asked the Lord to forgive him and to restore him, David prayed also, restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. So, so, so when you read that, you realize that salvation wasn't what David was praying about. It was the joy that he had lost. Yeah, yeah. He didn't lose salvation, but it was the joy that he had lost. Yeah, restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Yes, when you're saved and you're walking in obedience to the will of the Lord, you have the joy of the Lord in you, this joy that Jesus was talking about. It was the same way with Peter when he denied Jesus. When he denied Jesus in Luke chapter 22, verse 62, the Bible says that Peter went out and wept bitterly. He wept bitterly. Because he realized, Jesus had already said, before the cock crows, you will have denied me three times. And on the third time, he remembered the words of the Lord. The joy fled from him. So, he said, this joy, I've spoken these things unto you so that my joy may remain in you. And, this is the second part of that your joy may be full. Now, that means in that Jesus wants us to have the fullness of joy. He, don't want us, he doesn't want us to have incomplete joy. And you know, when the Lord comes in your life, he doesn't do anything halfway. He's not a halfway God. He's, a, he's, he, he's all the way. So he wants your joy, that your joy might be full. Okay. So when, we, when our joy is in Jesus Christ, we can have the fullness of joy. And we can rejoice in the Lord. Philippians chapter 4 verse 4 says, rejoice in the Lord always. So then, then in this daily communion, we're challenged that, that if I'm going to keep my joy flowing, I've got to rejoice in the Lord always. 
I always, in whatever situation or whatever circumstances I find myself in, I rejoice in God. You know, that, that scripture also says that everything, later on in Philippians, in everything give thanks. It didn't say for everything, but in everything. So as Christians, if we are to rejoice always, it's not always rejoicing for the situation, but it's rejoicing in the midst of the situation that keeps that communion with the Lord flowing and keeps joy flowing in, in our lives. Yes, yes, yes. So our joy ought to be steady. Our joy ought to be constant. Our joy should not be, uh, should not be occasional. It not be, should not be, uh, erratic. It not, should not be fitful. It should not be when you're feeling good, you got joy. And when you're feeling bad, you don't have joy. No, 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 no. Our joy should be steady. Our joy should be constant. When I'm feeling bad, I still got joy. When I'm feeling sick, I still got joy. When things are not going right, I still have joy. When the devil has attacked me, I still had joy. When the doctor gave me a bad report, I still got joy. I know this is hard for the peop- for people who don't know Jesus to, to understand, but for those of us who know Christ, we should understand that. Because think about all of the things I've just said. God supersedes all of that. He supersedes sickness. He supersedes death. He supersedes financial difficulty. He supersedes marital difficulty. So when you keep your focus on God and not on your circumstances, you know, and I, and I love that the, the psalm. I can't think of the reference right now, but lift up your heads, O ye gates, and the King of glory shall come in. I understand the context of it, but I like the way it sounds because it speaks to me that if I start letting my head drop, I have to remember to lift up my head. And when I lift up my head, I'm reminded that the King of glory shall come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. In the midst of my battle, I need the Lord to come in. In the midst of my sickness, I need the Lord to show up. In the midst of my distress, I need the King of glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you know what? I found out that he doesn't always deliver you from the situation. And you've heard us say this before, but he keeps you in the midst of it. And that's the thing about joy. Joy is constant in the midst of your situation. In the midst of your situation. Saints, saints joy is powerful. And we need, we need to have the joy of the Lord in our lives. It's critical for our strength and it's critical for our progress on this journey. Jesus said, these things I've spoken unto you. These things I've told you. These things I've taught you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. We need the Lord's joy. Amen. Amen. Um, yeah. <clears throat> One of the strategies of the enemy is to attack and to diminish or steal, if he can, your joy. That's one of his strategies. And we have to realize, and and, and you hear me say this often, that, that it's not just you and God in this world. All right? It's not just you and the other person and God in this world. Satan is in our midst. 
And we have to realize that he is on the attack. Amen. And we have to be aware of that all of the time. I mean, you know, he, he is prowling around seeking whom he made up. Do we really believe that? Do you, do you really think about the fact that the devil is prowling around seeking whom he may devour? I mean, yeah, he got, a, he got a demon assigned to your house, a demon assigned to your family. They're looking for an opportunity to stick their ugly heads up you know, and, 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 to, and, and, and to attack you. And so one of the things that the devil does is he comes for your joy. Your joy is so powerful, he doesn't want you to have joy. He does not want you to have joy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, if the devil can diminish your joy, if he can take your joy, well, I don't know necessarily if he can take it, but he can sure make you think it's gone. Yeah, he can get you so caught up in your circumstances and so focused on your circumstances that joy flees from you. Yeah. And if he, can, if he, can, if he could take your joy, he'll take your peace. Hmm. Ah, Lord have mercy. And if he can take your peace, he'll take your hope. And if he takes your hope, he'll take your faith. It's all connected together. So the devil knows what he's doing. He's been doing this a long time. But we must know what we are doing. And we must know what we have. Jesus said, my, I've spoken these things Unto you, so that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full. So then, regardless of what the devil does, if I stay in the these things, I don't know, I don't know how, you know, I know maybe I'm preaching to the choir this morning, uh, if you understand that phrase, but, but I don't know how to, to, to get people to, to stay in, in the these things because the these things are so important. Yeah, you you, you got to have this word, amen, and it got to be present in your mind. And when you study it, you know, in the time of need, the, 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 the ministry of the of Holy Spirit is to bring the word back to your remembrance. So then when trouble comes, Holy Spirit is already in you, and he automatically goes to work to bring the word back. Yeah, and when the word comes back, joy is, 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 is stirred up inside of you. Now, 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 peace stays and, 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 and hope stays and faith stays because Holy Spirit is ministry because you stayed in these things. It's not difficult, but when you get out of these things, now we got to have prayer meeting. Now we got to fast and pray. We got to fast and pray now. Now we got to fast and pray. Now we got to go through all of this counseling because we didn't stay in these things. Jesus said, these things are spoken. Do you know the importance of these things so we can have the joy of the Lord? Oh, bless the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, joy, joy, joy is powerful. You know, I, I love, I love what Nehemiah 8 and, and, and 10 says. He says, he, uh, as, 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 and I know the context, and the context of it is that the people, the people of, of the Israelites, the Hebrew people, uh, they've rebuilt the temple, the walls around Jerusalem. They, they discovered the, the scrolls, and, and as Ezra, uh, 
preached the word that day and gave them the sense of the understanding of the word of the Lord, they began to weep bitterly. And Nehemiah said, no, 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 uh, no, 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 don't, don't weep. The, the, the priest said, don't weep now, don't weep. He said, and, and I, I don't have the whole text, but go back and read it. They, 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 this, is a, this, is a, this is a wonderful day in the Lord, amen, in essence. And he says to them, he says, rejoice, amen. They said, um, you know, eat the fat. Share with those who don't have it, amen, um, uh, because this is a time to rejoice, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. So as they, as they heard the word of the Lord, and they were, they, were, they were convicted by the word of the Lord, at this particular time, the priest of the Lord was saying, no, 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 I, I, we understand you're being convicted, but right now, you need to remember the goodness of the Lord. Right now, you need to be reminded of what God has done for you. Right now, you need to be reminded that we rebuild the temple in, in 20 years and, 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 and we build it faster. Well, maybe not 20 years. We rebuilt the temple, uh, yeah, in 20 years. Then we rebuilt the wall around Jerusalem. You were in exile, but God has brought you back. God has delivered you from the Babylonians and God has brought you back home. Now is the time to rejoice. And and when you rejoice in the Lord, in the things of the Lord, in the goodness of the Lord, and the blessings of the Lord, then your strength is renewed because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Oh, saints, when I was preparing this, I, I was ready to run myself because I was thinking about how wonderful it is to come into the worship service and hear the songs of Zion. I was thinking about how wonderful it is, amen, to sit under the preaching of the word of the Lord, amen, and hear uh, the, the word of the Lord expounded and hear the testimonies of the saints of the Lord and think about the goodness of Jesus, amen, and we know the song that says, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me. My soul cries out, hallelujah. Thank you, God, for saving me. Amen? Amen. It is the joy that comes in your communion with the Lord. Yeah. The joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is our strength. So joy is powerful. Joy, joy, joy will keep you in the flow of the anointing. Yeah, joy will keep you in the flow of the anointing. Whew. The anointing is the strength of the Lord, the, 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 the power of the Lord, the presence of the Lord, amen, in your life, amen. Uh, uh, when, when we, like Jesus, are living to please the Lord, we're living in his presence, amen. His presence in, in our lives also brings this anointing in our lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, Holy Spirit is, if we can say it this way, I, I, the Holy Spirit is, is God, and, and, and Holy Spirit also is the, the power of God. Jesus said you shall go back to Jerusalem and wait for the promise. You shall be endued with power from on high. Yeah, and when the Holy Spirit comes, he fills you with the very power and the very presence of God. And, and, and we need God's anointing because his anointing destroys the yoke. Yeah, yeah. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. What yoke? Whatever yoke is in your life. 
Now, it shall be destroyed because of the anointing, and the burden shall be removed because of the anointing. Amen? Amen. The anointing of the Lord destroys yokes, and we need, we need that anointing ever flowing in our lives. And, and so, joy keeps us in that flow, because here we are now with joy, and, and we find joy because we, we are living to please the Lord. Amen? Amen. We're not living to please flesh. We're not living to please somebody else. We're living to please the Lord. So as we live to please the Lord, we're staying in his presence. We're walking in his obedience. And as we walk in his obedience, the anointing continues to flow in our lives. Hallelujah. All we need to stay, hallelujah, in the flow of the anointing. Glory to the name of Jesus. So we need, we need, we need, we need joy in our lives. Hallelujah. Amen. And when we, when we stay in the flow of his anointing, the joy of the Lord will keep us in that flow. James said, count it all joy when you fall into diverse trials, knowing that the trine of your faith develops patience, and when patience has had its complete work, you shall be, you shall be complete, you shall be entire lacking anything. So count it all joy. You, you know, yeah, yeah. I want to keep the anointing flowing in my life, and that part of that's my responsibility. So I, I have the responsibility to walk in the presence of the Lord. And when trouble comes, I am to consider it all joy. I'm the, when, yeah. He says, when you fall into diverse trials, I didn't intend, when you fall, you don't intend to fall. When I fell the other day, I didn't intend to fall. You know, I, I, I just had lost control. I just fell. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. But I was able to get up, glory to the name of Jesus. And when I got up off the floor, I walked to my chair and sat down and immediately went to the internet and began to Google why this thing happened to me. Never did I cry. Never did I say, why, Lord? Never did I worry. Amen. My focus was on discovering why this thing happened to me and thanking God that I was able to get up off the floor. I didn't need any help. Glory to the name of Jesus. My wife didn't have to call 911. Hallelujah. But I was thanking God that I was able to get up from the floor. So the Bible says, count it all joy, you know. And, and <laughs> hallelujah. You know, I've been counting joy ever since then because they've been running all these tests on me, you know. And every test they run, they can't find anything. I counted joy. I counted joy. Praise the name of Jesus. When they showed me my blood vessels, glory to the name of from my from my waist down, the doctor said, You've been taking good care of yourself. And I looked at the at the at the at the the uh whatever the test results, you know, and they don't they don't show any blockages, you know. They did a scan of my head, no blockage of my neck, no I counted joy. Hallelujah. I counted joy. Do you understand? I didn't intend for that to happen, but it happened. And I counted joy in the midst of it. And I believe and I know that this joy keeps God's anointing flowing in my life. Glory to the name of Jesus. Joy, joy will not only keep the anointing flowing. Amen. Joy will lift you in the midnights of your life. I said joy will lift you. In the midnights of, I know this kind of ties really close to this, but think about it. Yeah, all of us have midnights in our lives. 
Oh, Lord, have me. I'm not talking about natural midnights. I'm talking about experiences, uh, times of darkness, times of depression, times of deep sorrow, times of affliction, times when we may feel like there is no hope for tomorrow. Mm, maybe you never felt like that, but there have been times in my life I said, Lord, what about tomorrow? You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Those experiences can be like midnight. You feel locked away, you know. And I'm thinking in terms of Paul and Silas when they were thrown in jail. Yeah, yeah. These men were thrown in jail for preaching about Jesus. They did not done anything wrong, but they were preaching about Jesus. And they were thrown in jail. And the Bible says at midnight, they sang and they prayed. But what else happened at midnight? God sent an angel and, and shook the prison and the shackles fell off. Here these two men are in jail. Glory to the name of Jesus. But the jail walls could not keep them from the joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus in the jailhouse cell. I tell you, he'll come to you where you are. He'll meet you where you are. He'll meet you in your dark hour. He will meet you in your desperate situation. He will meet you in your time of lack. Hallelujah. Oh, bless the name of Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Locked away. The saints were somewhere praying. But they were locked up in jail. Sometimes you're going through and nobody can get to you. And sometimes it's good. The Lord knows what he's doing when nobody can get to you. You might get mad at the church. Nobody came to see me. Maybe the Lord blocked them. Mm. Maybe the Lord blocked them because he wanted to do something in you. Hallelujah. You, got, you, you, you My goodness, my goodness, my goodness. You know, I thank God for the words, you know. I, mm. Thank you, Lord. I thank God for our spiritual understanding. Now, the world does not understand this. The world doesn't understand this. You know, and you got to be careful who you listen to because if you listen to people who don't know the Lord and, and people down, people are down on the church and down on preaching because they say we're telling people things that are wrong. But my brothers and sisters, we have a history. Amen. We have a record. We have a long history with God. Amen. We have a long history with the ways of God and the things of God. There are times you will be locked up in jail and the church is somewhere praying and you don't hear. We used to sing a song, I was way down yonder by myself and I couldn't hear nobody pray. I know that's a double negative, but you know how we talk. Amen. Amen. I couldn't hear anybody pray. There are times when God puts you in a place when you're all by yourself because of what he wants to do in your life. But at the right time, he sent the angel. See, God doesn't need me. He has his own, he has his own angels. Uh, he doesn't need you. So you're looking for me to bless you. You're looking for me to pray for you. You're looking for me to lay my hands on. No, no, no. God doesn't need me. God has his, has his angels. He has his angels. He can send an angel to minister to you. And he'll do it, glory to God, in the midnight hour. Bless the name of Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joy. Joy will lift you in the midnights of your life. When there's nobody else around, the joy that's in you. That's why Jesus wanted your joy to be full. 
Because there are going to be times when you can't get to anybody else. There's going to be times when nobody can get to you. But the joy of the Lord that's inside of you, it becomes like a fountain on the inside of you that bubbles up. Does anybody understand what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. And of course, my brothers and sisters, part of this is tied back to the worship. Because when you worship the Lord, amen, you don't have to have the praise team. You don't have to have the minister of music. You don't have to have the church. But when you worship the Lord, glory to the name of Jesus, you can be all alone. And when you when 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 depression tries to set in, you start worshiping the Lord. When the devil starts attacking you, you start worshiping the Lord. Hallelujah. When trouble, when times start going wrong, you start worshiping the Lord. If you don't know to do anything else, you just say, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God, I praise you. God, I glorify you. God, I magnify you. Oh, bless the name of Jesus. And after a while, the choice starts bubbling up on the inside of you. Oh, bless the name of Jesus. That's why, you know, I was watching a, uh, this, this video the other day, and, 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 and this lady was riding out the road, and she was filming her grandmama. And I don't know what the song they were singing or what the preacher was preaching, but the grandmama was sitting on the other side in the passenger seat, and every once in a while you see the grandma jerk, and you see them, oh, glory. Yeah, yeah, and after a while she had to pull over on the side of the road, and the grandmama got out on the side of the highway, and you see the uh, film in the highway, and grandmama's standing on the, on the side of the road just giving God praise. You see, you don't need the music. You don't need the choir. You don't need the whole congregation. When you are a worshiper, hallelujah, begin to worship the Lord all by yourself and the joy of the Lord begins to bubble up on the inside of you and you get excited in Jesus. Oh, bless. Um, mm, Lord, you know, I, <laughs> hallelujah. I've been thinking about this thing, you know, and I said, Lord, you know, I, I, I know, you know, we, 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 we're, we're, we're educated people, you know, we're living in 2022, you know, but, but we, we, we got to get back to dancing and praising the Lord. Amen. Amen. Ain't no shame in dancing. Ain't no shame in praising the Lord. There's no shame in giving God glory. You can be educated and give God glory. You can have 15 doctorate degrees and give God glory. Amen. Because when you think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for you. My goodness. Yeah. yeah. Joy. Somebody shout joy. Uh, I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. My goodness, yeah, I love that sense. I won't complain. You could complain, but I won't complain because God has been good to me. Hallelujah. When I think of his goodness and all he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah. Thank you, God, for saving me. Joy, joy, joy. Joy will change your perspective. Yeah, joy will cause you to see by faith the way that God has made for you. Joy. Yeah, joy will, joy, joy is like a portal. Yeah, when trouble is all around you, yeah, and, 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 you, and the world thinks you ought to be losing faith, amen, because of the joy that remains in you, you begin to see, yeah, that God has made a way out of no way. Mm, yeah, when nobody else saw that road through the sea, God saw the road through the sea. And God caused the waters to part, and the Israelites were able to cross over on dry ground. Faith, hallelujah, 
Joy will change your perspective and, 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 and cause you to see by faith the way that God has made for you. Mama couldn't make the way. Daddy couldn't make the way. The preacher couldn't make the way. But God. Mm. There's an old song to him says, a country far from mortal sight. Get all by faith. I see. Yeah. It's in the face of joy. Your heaven Hey, seemed like a long way away for, for a whole lot of people. It's a country far from mortal sight, but I see it by faith. Hallelujah. I know that Jesus went and prepared a place for me so that where he is, I can be there also. Yeah, in his father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, he would have told us. So, but he told us it's there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, 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 it's there for us. It's there for us. And we see it by faith, by faith. Saints, our Lord said that he's spoken these things. He's spoken these words so that his joy would be in us. Now, we need to respond to, to, to the Lord's words and not to our problems. Yeah, we need to respond to the Lord's words and not to our problems. Problems are going to come. Trouble is going to come. In the world, you will have tribulation. Yeah, but joy is a powerful weapon. So, so respond to the Lord's word. Lord, you said, hallelujah, that, 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 that you spoke in these things so that your joy would be in me and my joy would be full. So God, I take you at your word. God, I stand on your word. Amen, amen. So our wills, our wills must respond and our wills must take action. Yeah, yeah. Our wills must take action. I'm going to be joyful. Yeah. I'm not going to be sad. I'm going to be joyful. I'm not going to be down and out. I'm going to be glad. Uh, I'm not going to be depressed. I'm going to, I'm going to be uh, uplifted. I'm going to be encouraged. Glory, glory to the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Be joyful in your spirit, regardless of your circumstance. Hallelujah. And you'll see the hand of the Lord move. I, 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 yeah. Psychologists will say, well, well, you got to deal with people where they are. And yes, you do. You really do have to help people where they are because you can't get them to where you need them to be unless you meet them to where they are. But I'm talking to the saints now. I'm talking to those of us who are more mature in the Lord. Amen. And so when you're ministering to people that are going through, you got to help them come to this place. But I'm trying to help you stay in this place. Amen. Hallelujah. I want you to stay. I want you to stay in, in, in this place. Amen. So we must respond. Our wills must respond to the word of the Lord and take action. Don't just hear the word. Don't just be a hearer of the word and not a doer. Amen. Even in the midst of trouble, you got to respond to the word of the Lord. God, you said that, that, that your joy will remain in me and my joy will be full. So I'm going to do what you said in your word to do. You said be joyful. You said rejoice in you always. So that's what I'm going to do. Amen. I may not feel like doing it right now, but I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to shout hallelujah anyhow. Amen. I'm going to shout hallelujah anyhow. And I'm going to keep on shouting it until I feel it in my spirit. I'm going to keep on shouting it until it's all wrapped up in my bones. Glory to God. And all down on the inside of me. And, in my, and, and, and I feel it in my gut. Glory to the name of Jesus. You see, joy is greater than adversity. I'm almost done if anybody's in a hurry. Amen. I'm almost done. Amen. In 2 Chronicles, 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 22, we know the story. Amen. The, 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 
the people of Mount Seir uh, and, and, and whoever all those people were, three nations, came up against the, the, the nation of Israel. And they began to fear, but the Lord spoke through the prophet. Hallelujah. The Lord said, don't fear. You know, you're not going to need to fight in this battle for, for, for the battle is the Lord. When Jehoshaphat got ready to go into battle, he put the people of praise in front of the army. Glory to the name of Jesus. And they went forth singing. They began to sing and to praise. I tell you, saints, when trouble comes, begin to sing and praise. Begin to sing and praise. And the Bible says God set up ambushes among the people. They fought among themselves. They destroyed themselves. Praise confuses the enemy. Praise confuses your trouble. Praise confuses you. Praise the name of Jesus. Gotta make your will respond. Joyce in the Lord. Always. And God says that God is not mocking us. He's not mocking our situation. God knows what he's doing. God knows what he's saying. He sees what we don't see. Stop being resistant. Stop being resistant to the Lord. He knows. He knows. Proverbs 24 and 10 says, if you function in a time of trouble, how small is your strength? Yeah. In good times, we can talk about how strong we are. In good times, we can testify how strong we are. In good times, we can praise the Lord. Oh, yes, we can dance. We can run around the sanctuary. We can lift up holy hands. We can smile. But if you falter in the time of trouble, how small is your strength? Lord have mercy. See, if you haven't learned to live in joy, weakness will set in. And we see it in a lot of people's lives. If you haven't learned to live in joy, weakness will set in. And it will manifest in the time of trouble. Jesus said, these things spoken unto you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. Listen, don't argue with the word. <clears throat> Just respond appropriately to the word of the Lord. Jesus wants you to have joy, not just when things are going well. His joy is there for those rough times. His joy is there for those difficult times. His joy is there to sustain you in the time of lack. And not just a partial joy, but a full joy, that your joy may be full. Just because it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to walk around all of the time with a smile on your face, but the smile shouldn't be hard to find. Doesn't mean you won't shed tears, but behind the tears, joy should be there. I think about so many saints that have gone on before us. 
Sometimes I think a lot about Sister Talbot when she was laying on her deathbed. Brother Talbot and I was standing there and tears began to well up in my face. She said, no, 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 no. She said, uh-uh, we're not going to do that. We're not going to cry. She said, I'm all right. Because she was prepared for that day. And the joy of the Lord. She had a smile on her face. When the doctor said, there's nothing else we can do. She had a smile on her face. Joy. As we enter this Advent season, deal with joy. Deal with the Lord's joy that he wants to give to you. Let his joy be in you and remain there so that your joy can be full. God bless you. Let's stand. Father, thank you for your word and the power of your word. Thank you that when your word goes forth, it will not return to you void, but it will accomplish all that you desire. Thank you that you prosper your word in the things that you sent your word to. Thank you for sending your word to us today. Thank you for your joy that you give to us. Thank you for speaking and teaching us the things that you taught us so that your joy can be in us and that our joy can be full. Thank you, Lord. Bless your people now. If there's someone who's listening today who doesn't know you as Savior and Lord, I pray that you would draw them to you wherever they are so that they can begin to experience you in their lives and everything that you bring to make life complete. Thank you, Father. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. So if there's anybody today, whether you're in the sanctuary or watching online, you don't know Jesus as your Savior and your Lord, we want to give you that opportunity to make that confession of faith. Jesus is speaking to his disciples in this text. He wants you to be one of his. He wants you to give your life to him so that you can follow him. And not only do his work, but first of all, know him and be in communion with him and live that life where he pours out his joy in you. There's no greater life than living for Jesus. You'll never know. You can see people who live for the Lord. And you may not be able to discern because you, may not, you don't have the spirit of discernment. You may not be able to tell all of the wonderful things that the Lord is doing in their lives. This is something that you have to experience for yourself. Jesus died on the cross, gave his life for your sins and for mine. That was necessary because God's law says the soul that sins shall surely die. There's no way around that except through Jesus because Jesus became 
that atoning sacrifice for you and for me. God sent Jesus into this world for that purpose. He satisfied the righteous requirement of the law for everyone in this world. The key is that you have to believe and accept Jesus as Savior and Lord. The provision has already been made. Salvation has been accomplished, but it only comes through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. No one else, there's no other name given among men whereby we must be saved. Jesus is the only way. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the light. No one, no one comes to the Father except through me, Jesus Christ. Regardless of what anybody else says, this is the only way to the Father, Jesus Christ. So if you are listening today and you want to give your life to Jesus, you want to be in this position where the joy of the Lord keeps you, where your joy is full, where you have Jesus' joy, and you begin to experience the power of this joy in your life. Pray this prayer along with me. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I cannot save myself. But Lord Jesus, I believe that you gave your life on the cross for me. You sacrificed your life, shed your blood, died so that I could live. Lord Jesus, I accept today your sacrifice on my behalf. Come into my life. Save me from my sin. I yield my life to you. Be my Savior. Be my Lord. Thank you, Father, for saving me. Amen. I know that's a simple prayer. There may be some things in that that you don't fully understand. But if you prayed that prayer in faith, it was a decision of your will to accept Jesus as Savior and Lord. Then the Lord has heard your cry. has heard your prayer. He has accepted you. Write to us. Let us know the decision that you made so that we can follow up with you. Jesus wants you to have his joy. He's no respecter of persons. He's waiting on you. If you made the decision, write to us. Let us know. We'll help you find a church in your area where you can fellowship if you don't have a church home because this is a part of this journey, this walk with the Lord and the joy of the Lord uh, being in us, the fellowship of believers is so important. Thank you so much. Lift your hands in the sanctuary. Father, thank you. Thank you for your word today. Thank you for the power of your word. Thank you that when your word goes forth, it does not return to you void, but it accomplishes all that you desire. Thank you that you prosper your word in the things that you sent your word to. Thank you for your joy. Thank you, Lord, for your word and speaking these things to us so that your joy may be in us and that our joy may be full. 
I pray for each individual under the sound of my voice. Whatever the situations, whatever the circumstances, first of all, I ask you, Lord, just manifest your joy in our lives and help us, Lord, to, to agree with your word and take action on your word and decide to be joyful. Help us. Help us. If there's somebody that's facing difficulty right now with being joyful, Holy Spirit, minister to them. Help them to be joyful. Help them to rejoice in you always. Help us all, Lord. Your joy is our strength. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Minister to every need that's in this house today. We ask you in the name of Jesus. Meet the needs in the mighty name of Jesus. We know you're able. We know you can. We know you will. We come boldly to the throne of grace that we might, hallelujah, obtain mercy and find grace to help in this time of need. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We cast all of our care on you. We cast all of our care on you because you care for us. Thank you, Lord. It's in Jesus' mighty name that we pray. Thank you, Father. Amen. God bless you all. I pray that you've been blessed by the message. And if you have, write to us. Let us know how this message has impacted your life. Or if you've made a decision for Christ today to follow Jesus as your Savior and your Lord, write to us and let us know that as well and give us your information so that we can follow up with you. You may write to us at Tabernacle of Praise at msn.com. That's Tabernacle of Praise at msn.com. Give us your email address or a way to contact you so that we can follow up with you. Also, we would like for you to sow into this ministry. If you've been blessed by this work, by the preaching of the gospel and the teaching of the gospel, and you would like to help further this cause, we're not just preaching here in the United States. We are preaching around the world. Through this podcast, our messages are being heard in many places around the world. We are actively working in eight countries in the world on the ground in Liberia, Malawi, Burkina Faso, Ghana, Guinea, uh, Kenya, and Dominican Republic. So if you'd like to help us in this work, feel free to sow a seed to help further the preaching and teaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the expanding of the kingdom of God. If you would like to give, go to topraise.org forward slash give. Again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Continue to pray with us and for us as we continue to spread this gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. God bless you.